Greetings, comrades, and welcome to How the Left Was Won. My name is Mike. I'm Jake. And this is a podcast all about fascism and how to fight it. We've been gone for a while. Nah, really? Yeah. I haven't noticed. Um, life has been very busy, at least for me. I believe you've also probably been very busy. I've been, yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> work, work got kind of crazy. A lot of people left, mostly part-timers, uh, like young guys. And uh, we've been very, very short-staffed, and life has been crazy, and I've been very tired. There was, the first week, I had something. The second week, or was it the third week, you had something? Um... I, I think at this point, I think third week was you had something. Second week, I was sick. I'm st I'm also still sick. Uh, I get sick a lot. Yeah. I, at this point, I don't even remember. But uh, it, it's been three weeks, I believe. Three. Uh, pretty. Maybe pretty even four. It might have, might have been a month. Ah, fuck. No, there there's been three weeks we've missed. So yes, it has been a month. Oh Jesus. We're good. We're good at this. Yeah. That was my fridge. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if they could have heard that, but yeah, your fridge I, it was probably like making ice or something. It does that very frequently, so we can just try to ignore it. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to. I might cut that out. I don't know. I've realized that editing <laughs> takes a while. Just having to listen through it, so I might do less editing what, this time. What that takes a while. Something that people do for a job couldn't couldn't be me. I don't, I don't even. Do I, I just like cut out like the the quiet parts too, like the dead air. There's a good and, bit of that. And interruptions, but I mean, it's just like... Y you have a tough job. I'm yeah, gonna... I know. I'm, I made this time just, like, cut out the worst parts, just to yeah. save myself time. Just, like, go through and see, like, oh, hey, there's, like, a lot of dead air right there. Let me cut that out. Just to make my life easier, because I don't ha already don't have a whole lot of time. But anyway, a lot of stuff happened in the past few weeks, both in our personal lives and just in the world. Yeah, Mitch McConnell's a fucking ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> He's dead. Yeah, I know. I saw that. And, like, people like to, like, shit all over Biden. And, I mean, I I think Biden's... Like, I've told you this. I think Biden's stupid and has a stutter, but I don't think he's senile. Not yet. Yeah, like, he, he's clearly on that line. He's he's dull, He's gotten dull in his old age, but that just happens to everyone getting yes. old. But all, at the same time, I don't think he was particularly sharp to begin with. Yes, it, it's more correct to call him stupid than senile. Yeah, he's he is like I will be. I will always like can I will always contest like his like I will always say he's not senile, but. Is he stupid? Fuck yeah, he is. He's very oh, yeah. stupid. He's a dumb motherfucker. Yeah. He's just not yet literally incapable of holding the position. Yeah. He's not fucking Reagan yet. Yeah, no, he, he, his brains aren't melting out of his ears. Um, uh, Trump got, uh, got he, his mugshot mug taken. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, he... Like, he was arrested, right? Yes, he was I, officially I, it, arrested. I don't, I'm not following it close enough because and, until he goes to prison, I don't care. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, he was arrested, which is good. Uh, do I trust they will follow up? No. Yeah. It's just one of those things where it's just like, I don't care about his mugshot. I mean, it was, it was interesting to see it and see that it actually happened. It, it led to a very... Probably one of my favorite memes to come out of recent years which is uh the live trump reaction 
Yeah, but I I just don't care until he goes to prison or yeah. is, or like is excluded from ballots. I really don't care. Right now, like his whole existence, he exists to provide me comedy. Yeah. I mean, it's, and uh, I've, I've said, I haven't said this on the podcast, but this is something I've said, like, since Trump became president, is that CNN loves Trump because they can just shit all over him. Oh, yeah. Which is the issue, right? With, like, fucking, uh, mainstream media. Yeah. Uh, because Trump is so easy to shit on, they'll always put him on because he's easily, like, the, uh, the most reactionary, most unhinged neoliberal. Yep. Neoliberal specifically, not liberal, but... Yeah, of course. What's the fucking difference? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, uh, lots of other stuff happened. We started up a D- uh, D&D campaign. Well, Pathfinder. Same thing. It's Pretty like, much, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm DMing. We got a... You, uh, one of my buddies from college, and a few other people that we met... Uh, over on a discord server and so we got that going we are doing that on mondays although uh we're recording this on a sunday we're not doing tomorrow because uh i have a day off tomorrow cool it's labor day but also just uh uh let's go labor but uh next week is the start of a big project at work and i want to get be well rested so we're not doing next week and by next week i mean tomorrow uh so that happened what else has happened oh right um uh the new Disney trading card game came out, Lorcana. I gave that a shot. It was fun. Don't think I'm going to keep playing it. Yeah, I feel like that's probably most corporate card games at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, every big corporation wants a card game now. Yeah, no, I will stick with playing Magic, and even then I'm, like, I'm, like, uh, toning down how much Magic I am, like, like, buying. I'm more willing to trust Grotto Beasts. (laughs) Oh uh, yeah, the uh, the if, for those of you not in the know, Grotto Beasts is a trading card game made by a streamer by the name of Germa nine eight five, and uh, he it started out as a joke, and then he turned it into an actual thing. Well, I mean, I say he made it; he came up with like the idea, and then he like hired actual people to design it. Yeah, it's a fun game. I have uh, a copy. Yeah, same here. Like the uh, like starter decks. Uh, we've, we played like a couple games already, but I mean, it's just like, there's yes. not a huge, uh, player base, especially n- not where we live. Just to be clear, I won the last game. Just yeah. want to make that clear. I want to make sure everybody knows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of <laughs> cool. card games, I went to the pre-release for the new, newest magic set, uh, Wilds right, of yeah. Eldraine. I wanted to go on Friday and then I was just really tired after work. So I took a nap, uh, and I didn't go, so I went yesterday instead, which was probably pretty lucky for me, since I ran into a guy there who went to the same college as me, and told me that he may like he knows a buddy who may be able to help me, may be able to help me get a job, which right, I have yes. I have been looking for jobs in my field since I have completed my master's and I have my diploma now. Clap! <laughs> yeah, jeez. Don't peek the mic, Jake, please. <laughs> but I'm just doing it for the bit. Yeah, and uh, for the bit. Yeah, and speaking of things I have now, I have my new computer now. I've had it for a while, but in that time we have not gotten a chance to record, but I have that yes. now. I spent way too much money on it, but it's like a top-of-the-line computer, a gaming laptop. Again, spent too much, but I figured, let me just get the best one. Only the best. It's Alienware. It's not Alienware, <laughs> it's Asus. I Alienware is such a fucking meme. Yeah, I know. 
I like it. It's just like like it has like a lot of bloatware, doesn't it? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's like literally brand name. It's like uh, Beats. Yeah, Beats by Dre. Yes, by yeah. our favorite man, Dre. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also the uh, One Piece live action series came out, which I've watched one episode of so far. Uh, we're probably gonna we're probably gonna watch it after we're done recording. Uh, my favorite leftist uh, manga, anime. Yep. Japanese yeah, media. There's this great meme where it's just like it, like four real world things, world things you can learn from anime, and it lists off like a few oh, anime. I, I see. Yeah, <laughs> like like My Hero Academia. Uh, I forget what the second one is. It it doesn't matter. And then it gets to One Piece, and it's just like the 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 military serves as the uh, uh, world elite's uh, police force, and the only way to stop them is through <laughs> through a, <laughs> uprising of the workers. And then the last one is uh, volleyball. <laughs> Yep, uh, which is true. Yeah, I did learn vo- I did learn volleyball. Yep, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just like I don't want to spoil this, but they like just like the idea, like the revolutionary ideas in One Piece. It's just like I, I stopped watching the anime around a particular arc, and I'm trying to get back into it. So I started rewatching that arc, and it's just like that arc has one of the like is like most like like blatant examples of just being like advocating for revolution yeah uh i stopped watching about episode 60 yeah you said that you uh, they were they had just gotten to the grand line or they were getting to the grand line yes uh i think when i told you i'm not sure actually because i might have told you that before uh where i stopped because they go to the grand line i think and then they get turned back somehow they don't get turned back, but they... no, no. I'm thinking of the uh, when they stop just in the middle of the ocean. Oh, the oh, yeah, the yeah. Uh, the calm belt. Yes, I might have told you then because that is the grand line. Yeah, no, you you said you finished the warship island arc. Yes, actually, no, you're correct. They did get to yeah, the grand like that's a filler arc, and at the end of that is when they're actually going into the grand line. They're yes. going up Reverse Mountain. Yes, it's just been a bit. <laughs> anyway, we've spent a long time talking about things that are not fascism or socialist concepts or anything like that. Socialism. Yep. There we go. We yeah. got it. Let's end. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, we did talk about One Piece and how it's pretty leftist. Yes. Uh, objectively leftist. We could have a whole... An- uh, I was going to say anime. I meant episode. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we could... Like, like we've we've planned like a couple media review episodes. Maybe we, have. we can do that as one. I don't know. We can watch through one piece and do a review of one piece from a socialist perspective. God, we would need like a three hour episode to get through it all. More than that, but I mean, we could do like like each individual saga. Cause like that'd you, be a good idea. Yeah, because like uh, you finish the like them getting to the grand line is the end of the first saga, which is like multiple story arcs. Correct. Yep. So, like, we could do something like that. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yep. All right, so for this episode, we were going to do a recap. Yeah, just because for our sake and for your sakes, it might be a little bit boring to have a recap episode. That's one thing that I've, I find kind, find, find kind of annoying with some anime. Like, this One Piece does this occasionally, like, occasionally where they do, like, recap episodes. And it's just like, I can skip this. Let's move on to the next one. Yeah, so if you're if you've been catching up, you know, no no need. 
It's all yeah. good if you've been watching them. But we might discuss something oh. you didn't hear. Uh, or in those uh, episodes. real quick before we actually get into that, one another thing that came out is Armored Core. A new Armored Core game came out. Armored Core Six: Fires of Rubicon. What's Armored Core? Armored Core. It's a From Software franchise. Um, about big mechs. It's a mech fighting game. I've actually not heard of it, but From Software. Yeah, it was good, their. Yeah, good. it was their. Yeah. The first Armored Core game was their first game after, like uh, that wasn't a Kingsfield game. Kingsfield was like the first few games that they made, which right. is it's basically proto Dark Souls. It's PS One Dark Souls. The best Dark Souls. Yeah, which I want to play Kingsfield at some point. But anyway, um, yeah, I've not played a ton of it. I've played a decent bit. It's fun. It's a you customize mechs and fight with mechs. It's uh, how could you not like it? I just do that in real life. But uh, one of the major themes is that you're a mercenary working for mega corporations. Oh, good. I love that. Yeah. So yeah, very much uh, anti anti capitalist kind of sentiments there. Right, like, it, it, you're in the setting, but it's like, yeah, this isn't a good yeah. thing. This isn't a good thing, yeah, guys. And I, and I know the franchise, I'm not super, like, deep into the deep lore of Armored Core, but I know, like, there's multiple different, like, continuities. I think this one's oh. a new continuity, but um, re regardless, uh, the premise is, is that you're this uh, uh, Armored Core pilot who gets sent to this planet Rubicon 3, which uh, in the past is the uh, like only place in the universe where um, material called coral is uh, found. Oh, coral! Good. That's in our ocean. Yeah, but uh, it could be used as a fuel source and for all this stuff. I think at one point, like it gets mentioned that it gets some people use it as a drug too. So I guess it's kind of like spice from Dune. <laughs> kind kind of a similar idea, but yeah. uh, at some so like. Mega so that gets discovered. Mega corporations start mining it and exploiting the planet, and then something happens, and uh, a big like I guess firestorm like ignites and spreads throughout like the Rubicon system and nearby star systems, and just like destroys a bunch of shit. Good. I don't know how that happened. I just know the coral was involved. Something happened with the coral, and something called the fires of Ibis happened and devastated a lot of stuff. But anyway, and people thought, oh, hey, all the coral's gone. But it turns out there's still some coral. So the mega corporations <laughs> are back to exploit this planet some more. Hey, and me uh, too. Me too, buddy. And you are sent to this planet to make money by helping these uh, mega corporations. I'm sure they all treat their workers well. Yeah, and uh, kill the uh, the local uh, people there trying to defend their planet. Yeah, fuck them. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that does sound interesting. Yeah, it's it's good. I can probably show you that after we're done recording. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. Yep, it's it's the core gameplay loop is pretty simple. Shoot things and like just like destroy shit with your mech. Get money, buy new parts for your mech, rinse and repeat. It's kind of has that Monster Hunter gameplay right, loop yes. where it's just like you fight a thing. You get materials and money, you make new stuff, you go find stronger things, get more materials and money, rinse and repeat. This sounds about right. Yep. Yeah. It's a very simple gameplay loop, but it's fun and enjoyable. Sick. Yeah. So, I will check that out. Yeah, I will show that to you uh, after we're done recording. But anyway, as we were mentioned, we're just going to do a recap episode. This might be a bit of a shorter episode. 
Yeah, uh, although we did have a long intro, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, it's almost we're almost at 16 minutes now. Oh, Christ. Yep, it's very easy to get... Uh, like get lost with talking i have adhd and you like have told me that yeah that you might have adhd so very yep. easy to get lost yep so anyway let's begin our recap so i i guess i'll start because i wrote like the scripts for the first couple parts yeah yeah i just want to hit a few points mostly like we don't need to go all in but yeah. if you want to that's cool yep so Mussolini was born in uh, 1883, uh, as we mentioned. Uh, his mother was a Roman Catholic, and his father was a militant atheist. They Me too, buddy. But they somehow still loved each other. His Don't we all? His father was very much a uh, a staunch socialist who uh, who named Mussolini after like quite a few socialist figures, and also would read uh, Das Kapital to uh, <laughs> Mussolini and his siblings, instilling like very strong socialist sentiment. He could have been so based. I know, I know, but I feel like it's one of those things where it's just like he's not in the he's he's involved in the cause because it's a cause to be involved with. Not because he legitimately holds these beliefs. Yes, that's exactly the first point I wanted to bring up with this recap. Like, Mussolini's fall into fascism. Because he wasn't really a true socialist to start with. Mm -hmm. And, you know... Well, he really wanted, like, a revolution of the workers. But again, like, other socialists mentioned that he just kind of wanted a revolution of some sort. He yeah. was just backing the idea of a like a work one of the workers. He just wanted to win. Yeah. That you can really just focus in on he wanted a revolution that would win and he didn't really care what else. Mhm. Mm exactly. Uh and it's very interesting to think about that especially in the modern context where we have such movements air quotes because uh Maga communists, Pat socks. God, you heard of those? Yeah, Maga communism like is such a, a concept that baffles me so much because it's just like, n no, like, what like, the fuck? Are all you the doing? other Trump supporters hate communism. What do you mean? Like, you really think Trump's gonna do communism? Uh, what you don't understand is America has been socialist since FDR, and Trump is actually. <laughs> bringing it back that's what you don't understand i i just remember like one seeing one guy on twitter be like the liberals are getting so triggered by maga communism and i just responded i don't even know what it is and he said i'm going to look out for a Substack post i'm gonna make i'm like just tell me why do i need to like subscribe to your Substack? yeah like please inform me this does not seem like a coherent ideology no of course not yeah, because, what the, and it's so relevant when it comes to Mussolini, because I think fascism for Mussolini was a very similar thing. Where it was, okay, the actual, like, ideology doesn't matter. It's about the aesthetic of revolution, of working class, you know? Yeah. Uh, and with MAGA communists today or Pat Socks, or Nat Socks, or whatever you want to fucking call them. They're all the fucking same anyway. <laughs> uh, it, it's not about the actual 
ideology. It's not about communism. It's not about socialism. It's about winning. They're mostly white uh, cishet males, which we are. Yes. Well, we're not going to lie, but... I'm normal and boring. <laughs> See, you at least have, like, long hair. I don't. I don't. Although my hair is getting long. I need to yeah, get I, have a, I have long hair and a beard. I look like Karl Marx on his worst fucking day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yet, you know, they think of communism as an aesthetic that they can use... Because it makes them different. It makes them better than somebody else. Because, you know, they're part of this movement. And, you know, the working class really just supports Trump, even though that's not actually true. Uh, it's not fucking true. It's mostly the middle class. It's mostly the petit bourgeois. Yeah. And it's just like, you really think Trump with his golden apartment in new york is going to be do communism at all yeah like come on give me a fucking break yeah it, i i hate that so much not like not just the fact that he has a gold like apartment covered in gold but i just remember like trump supporters posting pictures of that and saying it was nancy pelosi's apartment and being like do you believe it's she's really for the people i'm like well no i don't like nancy pelosi but that's she trump's sucks. apartment like, it's so frustrating that the best they can do is post pictures of fucking Democrats and get it wrong. Yeah. Like, come on. There's actually so much to criticize Democrats on. I fucking despise them. They're horrible. But is that really the best you can do? Of course it fucking is. Because they're both subservient to the fucking bourgeois class. Fuck! Yeah, it's just like, I don't, like, I, I'm baffled by this concept that the right thinks to, seems to think that the left likes Nancy Pelosi. It's like, no, we hate her. We just don't think her husband should get beaten with a hammer. Yeah, like, do I particularly feel bad because of it? Not really, but I also, that probably shouldn't happen in a healthy democracy. I, I say that, but we kind of want to cut off their heads. But that's that's when everyone but is that's going what, to... But that's what we get to do. Yeah. They don't get and, to do And that. everyone will be on board with that at the time. It's not just one yeah. random dude. If one random guy cuts off Nancy Pelosi's head, that, that's bad. If the people as a collective yes. do it, that's okay. Yeah, that's cool. If please, some... please don't arrest me, FBI. This is a joke. Please... Don't kill me. Yeah. I'm sorry, FBI. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get yeah. killed. And I'm even more baffled when, like, the right seems to think that the left likes Bill Clinton. And I'm just like, the left hates Bill Clinton. Nobody likes Bill Clinton. Nobody likes any Clinton. Yeah. It's just, it's fucking obvious. Why the fuck would you think even liberals, even liberals don't really like Bill Clinton? Why the fuck would you think the left does? Yeah. The liberals barely remember Bill Clinton. Yeah. I, I remember, like, I was in a thread and people were bringing up, like, Epstein. And it's like, well, Trump was friends with Epstein. And then they were like, well, what about Bill Clinton? I'm like, investigate him, too. I'd be really cool with that. Yeah. You know what? Invest every president. In investigate every president. Yeah. Like, just... Yeah. Fucking... They all have some skeleton in their closet. Please, please do it. Please. I'm begging you. Anyway, we're off topic. 
Yes, we are. Uh, that was my second point, actually, about liberals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. We we can get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that a little bit later on. Let's get a little bit more like. Yeah, we have, we yeah, have some shit to summary. Get to yeah. Um, we obviously know he stabbed some people. Yes. Went got we sent do. to like multiple boarding schools. Who hasn't? Yeah, he was abusive to the women he dated. Not me. Yeah, very abusive and controlling. I, I was going to make a joke again about who hasn't, but no, I haven't done that. Yeah. So I'm not... That's bad. Yeah, he was a uh, substitute teacher for a while who no one liked. His students hated him. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. And eventually he uh, started like... He went to and moved around like Europe quite a bit. He went to a lot of different European countries, mostly in service of dodging uh, military service. Whomst could guess. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Like, he went, He was in Switzerland, he was in France, he was in Germany. In Switzerland, I remember he, he had, like, uh, he had, like, a lot of different jobs. Like, because he would, like, get a job, he'd be like, I don't like working, and he'd quit, and then he'd get another job. Yep. Yep. <laughs> because he's so cool. Yep. Yeah, he got he like got deported from Switzerland to Italy, and then he just went back to Switzerland. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It, Europe at the time was weird. It's always been weird. Let's not pretend for their yeah. sake. Those yeah. fucking rats. Yeah, he lied about meeting uh, Vladimir Lenin at a socialist Cong Cong uh, he, Congress. He did actually meet Vladimir Lenin, which I only know because there's a recording of their chess match. No, that you're thinking of uh, Lenin Hitler. Oh yes, no, you're right. Yeah, yes. and that's a different thing. And also, there's also not. It's not certain if that actually happened. But Lenin did beat Hitler. If, so if it, it happened, happen. Lenin won. But yeah. but we're not entirely sure if it happened. But it should have because Lenin won. Yeah, because I, I just remember looking into that and it's like, I believe it was like there's not a whole lot of evidence that uh, Lenin was like in Vienna at the time where this supposedly happened. Yeah, he was in Vienna, but it's unsure about the specific dates in regards to Hitler being there as well. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, the idea that they did play chess against each other is hilarious. I especially loved one TikTok that I saw just, you know, showing the chess match. It rated Lenin at like a 1600 and Hitler at like a 1100. Ah, I mean, that's 1100 still nothing to sneeze at. It's not bad, but it's very funny. Just like, ha, Lenin yeah. was five hundred points above you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He so eventually he he like he ended up back in Italy, and they and uh, I believe like the king pardoned everyone who was dodging military service. Yes. But he still had to then do military service anyway. Yeah, cause fuck him. Yep. The uh, one good decision somebody made who wasn't a fucking socialist. Yep. He started uh, dating uh, Rachel Guidi, who he would eventually marry. Yep. Yeah, he was. A, he started being a uh, substitute teacher again. Man, substitute teachers, huh? Yep. And then he went to Austria, and wrote for uh, the wrote for the uh, public a socialist publication there. Uh, Il Popolo, the people. The people. Yep, where he wrote his shitty uh, novel, which we will get back to at some point. 
Man, what what was the name of that novel? I can't can't imagine. We haven't done anything to do with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't read the full Italian name. I'll just read like it was the Cardinal's Mistress. Yeah. The Italian the full Italian name is very long and there's too many words. Yep. Yeah. He also got arrested like for like multiple times for his socialist writings and at one point he like he was 28 and he got out of prison. I think he was like, he had like a long sentence and then it got reduced to like nothing. And then he got out at 28 and wrote his, his autobiography. <laughs> because, Honestly relatable. Yeah. Like if you get out of prison at 28 oh, sorry. as a socialist. Yeah. Might as well. You yeah. might die. I think it was 26 actually. Wish it uh, could have been a better person. Yep. Anyway, I, we're just, like, kind of going by the numbers until we get, like, to the major parts. Uh, like, he continued to ra- date Rachel Guidi, and her family was not super cool with that, so he threatened to, like, do a murder-suicide. Same, dude, whenever I get rejected. Yeah, he, he, threat- I do. he threatened to kill Rachel and then himself. That's what I do. Because that that's the uh, that's the appropriate court of, course of action to... Uh, this woman's parents telling you that she's too young to date you, which she was. Yeah. What, you don't do that to anyone interested in you? You don't go to their house and threaten to their parents that you might kill her and then yourself? You don't do that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He also wanted, like, Christians kicked out of the Socialist Party because he was just that militant of an atheist. Yeah. Which is like, hey, man... It's like I, I interact with lots of atheists on Twitter, and like even ones who are just like I want religion abolished, are like don't hate Christians. That becomes very interesting during my summary. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's like, like most militant atheists don't hate Christians; they just hate like the ideology, which is okay. Yeah. That's like the Fair. discussion that can be had. Fair. I guess like I won't. I'm not going to hate you for it. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you got valid complaints. Yeah. I won't say that. Again, very interesting once we get to my point, if you recall. Yep. Or not my point, but uh, my my section. Yep. Um, I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Um, Then we get to the uh, Italo-Turkic War. Yes, I recall. Which is, uh, that's where, uh, things like, that's where we're starting to get closer to World War One. This is where, like, conflict is kind of starting to build up. We're not quite... Uh, I'm at... sure, I'm sure it'll turn out alright. Yeah. Uh, uh, just quick fact. I don't remember if we mentioned this during the episode, but, uh, I just remember, like, looking into the Italo-Turkic War a little bit. First war to use airplanes. Oh. Yeah, first time airplanes were used in combat. That's fun. Fun. <laughs> war, is f- war is fun. Yes, that's why I'm going to go join uh, the military. Yeah. You can join the mili- fucking military. You can get all the food you want, and you get to do this, beats up kid. Yeah, just beats up child. Uh, fucking that, strangles that, him. That's an Attack on Titan abridged reference. <laughs> Shout out to I do. I remember that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Well, join the military. We can get all the the food, shelter, and vengeance we we could ever want. <laughs> Fun times. I want vengeance. Yeah. All right. No, he did write his uh, autobiography at twenty eight. Uh, but Fun. anyway, yeah, the Italo-Turkic War breaks out, 
and Mussolini said, and all the socialists say this will be bad. Like just yes. it, war is bad, and then this will also just be bad for the economy. And then all the uh, really, all the people pushing the war said it'll be good for the economy. It wasn't. It was. It was in fact bad for the economy. Shit. Who could have predicted? Yep. Yeah. This is where. Uh, oh yeah. This is when like the uh, socialists like get real rowdy and they start actually doing uh, domestic terrorism. Good. Like they destroy train tracks and tear down power lines. We need more of that. Yeah, this is when he got arrested, and then he got his, like, sentence reduced and got out of 28, and then wrote his biography. Loser. Don't yep. get arrested. Just do terrorism. Yep. Not really. Don't do it. I'm, I'm, not, adv- I'm, I'm not advocating. Yep. Uh, but uh, he started writing for the socialist paper Avanti, which means forward. Yep. Um, uh... And uh, it wasn't very popular when he started working there, but he made it more popular with his writing because he was apparently a decent, like, he could rile up people pretty well, apparently. True. Yeah, I guess. Unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. Also, I, I remember this, I mentioned this, and this is just a weird side. This is when he, like, began a relationship with Ida Dalzer. Oh, is that the woman who wrote his biography? No, that was, uh, I forget what her name, Margarita Sarfati. he was involved with a lot of fucking women. And he wasn't even, like, particularly attractive. Yeah, no, not really. I've seen pictures. Uh, yeah. I guess he was just, uh, fucking, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, he starts a relationship with Ida Dalzer, despite being engaged to Rachel Guidi at this point. And then he marries Dalzer. Dick. Has a kid with Dalzer. Dick. And then he, um, and then, uh, he, like, he, like, divorces her and then he gets married to Rachel Guidi, like, very shortly after. And then, obviously, once he becomes Il Duce, uh, uh, Dalzer is, like, constantly talking about how she was married to him and how he has a son. Yeah. So, so he, he, so he sent her to a mental institution and, and her son dies and fuck. Yeah. He's a, and she died there. Her son grows up, joins the Navy shortly before world war one. And then, or sorry, shortly before world war two. And then, uh, and so then he has, his son is also saying that he's, uh, Mussolini's son. And, uh, Mussolini puts him in a mental institution where he also dies. Yep, it turns out good for everybody to be involved with Mussolini. Yep. Anyway, that was just a weird aside that happened. It did happen. And then, so then World War I breaks out. Uh, and at first, so, and the socialists are again opposed to it. One, because it's war. Two, because it'll be bad for the economy. True. Like, like it last time. And Mussolini, at first, is like says the same stuff, and then he starts saying that we should that they should go to war because it will be good for the economy. And it turns out that's because he's getting paid off by uh, arms manufacturers and foreign interests. Who could have guessed a fascist paid off by capitalists? Yeah. So he leaves the uh, Socialist Party, and then two weeks later forms a new, starts up a new publication. Which wonder where he's getting the money for that. Who could know? Which is when he's formally kicked out of the Socialist Party. And then he, uh, after the war, he starts organizing, like, he starts getting in touch with the, uh, black shirts, the, uh, the, uh, what were they yeah, called? The, the RDT. 
Yeah, the, the like the shark shock troops who eventually become the uh, yeah. black shirts. Hard motherfuckers. Thankfully, not like our fascists. The fascists of today, they're fucking losers. Yeah, they let's are. Be, let's be real here. They're they're a threat because they have numbers, but they're all kind of fucking losers. Yeah, I know. I, I've realized that um, this is one thing I realized when um, when the uh, when the capital was stormed. Is that they're they, all these guys think that they're I've I've mentioned this on the podcast they of all they all think they're the main character yeah exactly they all think they're the protagonist who will single handedly bring down the the fucking deep state yeah which they can't even really define yep and then when but when push actually comes to shove in the case of the uh, January six riots when uh, uh, Ashley Babbitt got shot and killed they realized hey this is real shit oh fuck and they immediately leave yeah because they're fucking losers yeah they're all cowards who think that everything's gonna go their way and the moment it doesn't they just turn into cowards and they leave yep like um (laughs) uh this is this is funny and also sad it's like that guy who uh uh, tried to break into that FBI office with a nail gun. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, he, he figured he could get through bulletproof gla- glass with a nail gun. No. Yeah, and uh, turns out, no. Uh, bullets are more powerful than nail guns. Yeah, turns out that uh, using inferior weaponry doesn't work on bullets. It's not even a glass. weapon. It could be. <laughs> it could it could be used as one, but it's not intended to be used as one. Yeah, it's uh What the fuck was that guy thinking? I don't know. I just remember like he ended up getting killed because yeah. But yeah. I just remember um like he, when he failed to get through the bulletproof glass, he was live tweeting this. He was live tweeting as he was trying to break into this I office. I forgot about that part. Yeah, and he was just, and I believe one of his tweets said, I thought I had a way through bulletproof glass, but I was wrong. And it's like, it's like, what are you doing? Lol, turns out bulletproof glass stronger than nails. Lol. Yeah, they, uh, they all think they're John Rambo. They all think they're literally like. I don't. I, at this point, I don't even know. They think they're better than action heroes. Yeah, it's why it's why the meal team six joke is so accurate. Yeah, because they don't actually have anything that would suggest they could even think about doing this. Yeah, like I I don't know how to explain it. They just there's no backing that would suggest they could do this, but they still think. That, you know, I have God and anime on my side, brother. Yeah, it's, it's, they think, they think everything is a movie. And I mean, as someone who looks into conspiracy theories a lot, I can tell you that all these guys think that life is a movie. Like Alex Jones frequently, like, references movies when he's, like, describing, like, the globalist's plans. It's like, because he just thinks it's a movie. Yeah. It's fucked up how easily people can be manipulated into stuff like this yeah it's just like all these people think it's like oh we're gonna be like the rebels in star wars we're like we're like way out out uh matched but we're still gonna win because the force or something yeah it's 
it's fucked up because at the end of the day, these people, they want to be fighting against something, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a very real thing that they can fight against. The fucking government. Yeah. Or fucking capitalism. Fucking... There's so much. You could fight against literally anything. There's dozens of issues. Fight against homophobia, transphobia, fucking literally anything. Yet they have to get drawn into these dumbass conspiracy theories. Uh, because they think if they are not the oppressed group, that instantly means that they are meant to be an oppressor. In a sense. And they don't want that. They don't want to be an oppressor. But they also can't even imagine the idea of, like, technically belonging to that group, but being an ally to the marginalized. They yep. can't imagine that. So they choose whatever reaffirms their own sense of identity. Yep. Um, yeah, but, like... One thing I want to add is just, like, say what you will about Italian fascists and Nazis in World War II. They're evil as shit, but at least they have, like, they can back it up with, like, what they did and, like, their, like, their aesthetics. Like, like you look at Nazis, like, 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 original Nazis, and it's just like, oh my god, you guys are, like, terrifying in multiple ways. Like, and just in what you're doing, and also just how you present yourselves... You guys are hard people. I know you guys stormed into a trench with a shovel. Yeah. And you made it out. Yeah, it's just like, you wear like these like creepily tight uniforms. You have like the creepy leather gloves. You have the cap with the skull on it. You ha you not only are backing it up through actions, you're backing it up through your like the aesthetic as well. Yeah, and that's why it's terrifying. Because back then, they could do it. You yeah. know, they could, you know, back then, uh, during the Weimar Republic, it was like, uh, a lot of street fighting, communists, social Democrats, Nazis, uh, basically every political group had a street fighting wing. Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's unnerving to think that a lot of veterans would join the Nazis. You, you think of the Fry Corps. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of them. Have I you? don't. I'm not familiar with that. The Fry Corps were the ones who, so early after uh, World War One, the Fry Corps were like proto-fascists. They uh, negotiated a deal, a very good deal, very good deal. Uh, with the Social Democrats, that they would put down these left-wing rebellions happening across Germany, because Germany, you know, it's it's in a state of turmoil. Kaiser, he fled, you know, he's in fucking Holland or whatever. Uh, all you have left now is the government, which is a Social Democratic government, supposedly Marxist. Supposedly. Yeah. But there's communist revolutions happening in Germany. Uh, so the Social Democrats talk to the fucking uh, fascists, the proto-fascists, I should say, in fairness. Yeah. No one really knew what fascism was at the time. Yeah, like, I'm being fair. They were just fascists, but it wasn't... 
I don't know. It, I'm being too it, fair. It wasn't they, established what it, fashion yeah. was. They're, they were still horrible, and it should have been clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, several very good Marxist theorists were murdered. Hell yeah. That's... They, not even involved with the rebellions and revolutions and shit. Just murdered. Yeah, because that never happens. Yeah, no. Uh, Fred Hampton? Yeah. Never heard of him, actually. What, what, what was his deal? Oh, he got killed? Yeah. Couldn't be me. But yeah, you know, that's the that's the thing. Uh, with fascism, can always compromise with the government to find a way to kill us. Yep. But uh, as I, like, my point was that I wanted to get to was that, like, the Nazis, like, had the aesthetics to back it up, like, the, how evil they were. And then you look at, like, neo-Nazis, and it's just like, oh, you're, like, fat. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, it's just like, I don't want to shame fat people, but it's just like, you present yourself as being, like, the master race. Yeah. At like, least do better. <laughs> yeah, please do better. I did forget to mention, in regards to the Fry Corps, these were, like, veterans, you know. They were hard motherfuckers. Uh, they killed children in the street. There was like a in I believe in Munich specifically. Oh wow. Uh, they there was like a school bus full of children, who, for some reason they so th- this was a Catholic school too. Just to be clear, a Catholic school bus of children and like nuns. Uh, they butchered him in the street. Yay! Woo! Like, let's. What does the Catholic Church have to do with leftism? I mean, I, I suppose that there are like those who subscribe to uh, liberation theology, which is based as shit. Didn't exist yet. <laughs> Did not exist yet. This was just purely, for some reason, they decided to butcher a school bus full of children and nuns. Yay! Woo! I love fascism. Let's do it, boys. So anyway, uh, moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so World War One happens. Mussolini gets drafted. He's not. He doesn't see a whole lot of action because he's uh, injured pretty quickly. Although, like, he would go on to say that he did a lot of heroic actions. And it's like that wasn't true at all. I did them. Let's just uh, everything Mussolini did that was heroic. I did them, okay? Mm-hmm. That's the rule. Yeah. I did everything they did. Yep. And anyway, here's where things get real bad. And here's where I think we're, really? we're going to spend, like, a decent chunk of time talking this. So, uh, talking. Uh, so, obviously, he's writing about, uh, like, he's now writing for this uh, anti-socialist publication. And, uh... Couldn't the, believe it. The socialists... Um, despite, ha- like, lots of people don't like the socialists because they, like, the socialists like to do strikes and people think, hey, the economy's already terrible and these strikes are just making things worse. But they're still very, they have a lot of seats in parliament for some right. reason. I don't understand how those two things My happen. guess is, not to cut you off, but my guess is the common people probably, uh, the common worker probably like the socialists, but, uh middle class or not peasants but sort of mm-hmm. you know like a like a farmer you know rural people uh probably don't like the socialists which i 
if I recall correctly, uh, the northern part of Italy was more favorable to the socialists, whereas the southern part wasn't, which would fit with what I just said, because southern Italy at the time was not as developed. Yeah. Just for context. Yep. And so um, so the socialists, out of all the parties, are like the biggest party in parliament. Despite this, the uh, liberals are in control because the there's a bunch of smaller liberal parties who have, all, who have all formed a coalition. So their coalition is ultimately bigger than like the Socialist Party. I, I didn't have like hard numbers on this, but that's that seems to be like the case. So the liberal coalition is in charge. Ooh. And so the socialists are considering joining the coalition as well. And so Mussolini and his fascists, they're the all the only uh, like political capital that they have in any way, shape, or form. They had uh, they a bunch of them had run for parliament uh, previously and had all been crushed. Like I remember, like Mussolini, like his opponent won by like forty times, like had forty times the amount of votes that Mussolini had. Let's go! I'm sure it'll it turn out well. It was something like that. It was some absurd number. Like Mussolini got destroyed as did all the other fascists who ran i hope he cried and they don't and uh, and they're not even an official the fascists aren't an official political party at this point like right. it was weird because like mussolini joined an existing proto-fascist organization which merged with another one to form a new one which mussolini technically founded and he would constantly say that he founded the uh fascist party which is not true because yeah. he, because he again he joined a already existing organization that through a chain of events eventually became the fascist yeah, party just distorting the, like it not exactly not true yeah it's but... it's complicated and I, I just remember like all these like groups had long names in italian and one didn't even have a wikipedia page it just had a red link good and i was just like yeah, it's just like, th these. this is obscure and it's not documented enough and it doesn't matter. You get the idea. There were proto-fascist yeah. <laughs> organizations that, uh, uh, through some amount of reorganization, eventually became the fascist party. But the fascist yep. party is th not technically a thing at the time. They're not an official political party. Um, they're also doing acts of terrorism, both domestically and that they're attacking and killing socialists. Couldn't believe it. Fascists um, hate socialists? Why? The, the fascists are also doing terrorism for in foreign countries, most notably trying to annex the city of Trent for Italy, which at one point they declared that they had, and Italy was like, no, because Italy doesn't want to be involved in annexing part of another country. Yeah. Um... And uh, there's a in this in uh, Trent there's a uh, Italian communist who's opposing them, um, who comes up later. I remember that poor man. Yep. Uh, what was his name? Hold on. I can't remember, but I do remember. Uh, he went rough for him. Yep. Uh... Hold on. Uh... We'll cut this out. Yep. Uh, Francesco Missiano. Nice. Yep. Good name. But, uh, so, so they, so the only political capital the fascists have right now is blaming the socialists for things, most notably the, uh, poor state of the economy. So the only, the only influence that they have is all at all is just making people mad at the socialists, 
whether justified or unjustified, it doesn't matter. That's Usually the only unjustified. I would yeah, like I, I would. I would argue that for the most part, there may have been some valid criticisms of what the socialists were doing. Maybe strikes weren't super effective at what they were trying to achieve. I don't know. That's not. That's neither here nor there. Yeah. For the sake of the dis- the discussion, but um, so again, the fascists have no seats in parliament. They're not an official political party. They're doing acts of terrorism both domestically and foreignly, and causing international incidents. So, so Mussolini, wanting to preempt the socialists joining the uh, liberal coalition, goes to the liberals and asks to join the coalition, which the liberals agree to for some reason. The liberals... Uh, oh, because they suck. Yeah, their rationale was that they were trying to rein in the fascists. The idea is like, hey, if we... If we get them to join, if they join the coalition, then they have some level of legitimacy and they need to act more appropriately. Yeah, I'm sure that'll work. Yeah, but fascists. I mean, it's just like we have Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert today. And it's just like, do you think that just because they're in Congress that they behave appropriately? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, Is this the best time to bring up? Uh, the liberal point, or do you think there's a better point? Um, I think we can go a little bit further. Yeah, liberals fuck up a lot. It's hard to tell when the best time to bring it up is. Yeah. Um. In fact, we'll get to we'll go back to Francesco Messiano, and then we can get back to the liberals. I think that sounds good. Yeah, yeah that's so, a good point. So, um, so the fascists. So now that they are in part of the coalition, they have a little bit more, uh, influence, and so fascists run again for parliament and some manage to win and gain seats and the socialists lose some seats as well and there i believe some there are some communists in parliament as well including the previously mentioned francesco missiano and uh one thing that was a law at the time was that uh members of parliament could not be arrested for anything for any reason whatsoever yeah but they could get the shit beat out of them and thrown out yep apparently. which is what they did to uh, the fascists did to missiano a bunch of them uh uh attacked him beat him up and threw him down the steps of uh parliament and so the socialists and communists get mad about this understandably so that a guy just got attacked for yep. no particular reason yep. oh the reason was is that the fascists didn't like the he was opposing them in trent and so, um, the and so the fascists they rationalized their actions as like by saying that he was a deserter, which he was. He he did desert the army in World War One. But that's based. Yeah, but um, and so the communists and fa- and socialists uh, petitioned the liberals to eject the fascists who attacked Missiano out of parliament. Uh, the social or the liberals don't vote to not kick them out and instead vote to kick out Messiano citing the fact that he's a deserter, which is stupid. It's like, yeah, he deserted, but that happened before he was in parliament. At least I'm assuming it, that happened before he was in parliament. Probably, yeah. I would imagine, like, I don't imagine he had gotten drafted and then was also serving in parliament. Yeah. Just, Oh man, one of my local congressmen just got drafted. <laughs> <laughs> but uh oh fuck Elizabeth Warren serving in the war. <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> I think I think you picked the funniest politician for I, that. It was intentional, yeah. Yeah. But um 
The only, I think the only one that might be funnier is Bernie Sanders. It would be very funny if Bernie Sanders was drafted. Yeah. I'm once again asking. Yeah, your brother just walked in. Sup. Sup. I'm once again asking for somebody to get me out of this war. Please. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is not good for me. My name is Bernie Sanders. I'm Bernie Sanders. I need somebody. I've been old since the 80s. <laughs> I need somebody to airlift me out of combat. Yeah. Please. I love looking at old videos of Bernie Sanders and seeing how he's always just been old. Yeah. I love Bernie. Yeah. He, he has always been old. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> anyway, the, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So they kick out Messiano and they, not the fascists who actually attacked him. Good choice, I'm sure. I'm sure that'll go well. Yeah, so... Fuck! <laughs> I, I wasn't looking at the mic, so you can't, uh, you can't attack me. Uh, it may you have can't still slander my character. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, so the liberals are making bad decisions. I was going to facetiously say good decisions, but I can't even muster that that it's just like i can't muster the sarcasm yeah very amazing liberals you know this is uh you know there's a saying this is a good time to bring up the liberalism problem actually uh there's a little bit of a saying you know i'm not saying it some people are not me not me of course Scratch a liberal and a fascist bleeds. Yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I don't want to call liberals fascists because they're different. But liberals are so willing to overlook fascism. It, it really is just that. Like, the quote is obviously not saying that liberals are just straight fascists. There's a difference. But the but is important. There's so a liberal is so clearly able to overlook fascism in a lot of ways. Uh, you can focus on a specific issue like imperialism. Liberals kind of fine with that. And it, it's just cool to them. It's just cool, dude. Like, in, uh, remember Iraq and Afghanistan when they, uh, when those wars first started liberals by and large uh they, they supported them kind of fucked up yeah um and i i'm just i know this is supposed to be summary but i do want to read a bit of the uh i did include an excerpt from one of my sources i believe this is from uh Mussolini, a biography by dennis mack smith because that was the primary source i used i used a couple other sources but of course this is the, go on yeah just because like like I want to read this just because it's a really good summary of what exactly happened with Missiano. Quote, The new parliament was hardly in session before the fascist deputies under Mussolini's personal direction physically attacked the communist deputy Francesco Missiano and threw him out of the building on the pretext of having been a deserter during the war. They brandished re revolvers in the chamber and threatened other socialists with the same treatment. I forgot about that part, actually. Is that they threatened other socialists. 
Astonishing yeah. though it may seem, the government took no, no action against such behavior. The various liberal factions surrounding Niti, Gioliti, Salandra, and Orlando were still more interested in quarreling among themselves than in gratuitously offending the fascists. Yeah. Uh, man, can you believe it? Yeah. Can you believe it? You know, just, man, I can't believe it. I, I could never believe that fucking liberals would do that. Yeah. They're liberals, dude. And it's, it's, it's one of those things where it's just like Joe Biden, like saying, hey, we need to like do you like have unity, which I mean, I would like that. That's like not a bad ideal. But you need to be realistic, and that is yeah. not going to happen. It's just like, hey, hey, the guys you're talking about literally think you're a demon. Yeah, unity with fascists is not unity. Yeah. Because fascists love to exclude, actually. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, later he did say something good where he's just like, hey, Ultra MAGA is bad. And I'm like, I mean, that's a very simple thing to say, but it's just like, hey, that's actually accurate. Did not trip over the lowest bar in the universe. Yep. But, um, and then like the, the, uh, like Trump supporters got mad about that, but it's, it's of one of the, fucking did. it's one of it's like, it's one of those things where like, uh, the, I think the best parallel I can think of is with social media because like conservatives and the right constantly get mad about being like, like getting posts like removed or getting suspended from various social media uh, sites, whether it be Facebook, Twitter, uh, what have you. Um, or I guess it's X now. I'm not calling it X. If you call it X, you're actually like, uh, you know what? I'm going to steal a term from the right wing to insult them. If you call it X or if you have a blue check, you're a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> I thought yeah, that was the word you were going to use. But it's one of those things where it's like the right frequently gets upset about that. But and they, they constantly are complaining about it. it's like, oh, the leftist like these leftist social media sites are biased against us. But we have the internal documentation that shows the opposite yes. is that they get special treatment from like the upper management in yes. these on these sites well twitter more so now because it's run by a right-wing shithead now yeah fucking fascist elon musk yeah but that that's regardless like before he became he, he became the ceo we had the internal documentation showing yes. that conservatives were given special treatment fucking jack over there yeah but it's it's just like it just shows that they were so shitty that even with the special treatment, they were still getting kicked off. Yeah, because actually terms of service mean something, apparently. Yeah. Did you know this? I didn't know this. Yeah. It, it's just like liberals are so willing to give special treatment to absolute pieces of shit to seem unbiased. Like, they... but... But they're still going to be called biased anyway, because yeah. any for because the the fascists are never going to admit that maybe they did something even slightly inappropriately. Yeah, here's what I think about liberals. Ultimately, at like the core of most liberals, as regards their politics, uh, they don't like to make waves. Yeah, you know, they want everything to be the same because the same has worked out so far but they want it to be a bit better. 
they want it to be a little bit better. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where it's just like Joe Biden, like another like I don't even call Joe Biden a liberal, but he's like he's at least playing the role of a liberal right now because that's generous. Yeah, but it's just like they don't want to do anything big, and the right will constantly move further to the right and the and liberals will constantly move further to the right to appear to be compromising when in reality they're just con- conceding yeah it's a big question like is it intentional or is it just like you know is it that is that the natural way of things are they intentionally moving further to the right or are they just sort of you know like oh well we have to compromise you know we're we're the saints here we're so good we're so good it's it's one of those things where liberals still think that negotiation is possible yeah and i i've gotten to the point where it's i've act i've interacted with so many pieces of shit on twitter that I've come to the realization that the time for negotiation is is over. It's over. It's been over for years. It's been over for, I would argue, for over a decade at the very least. We need to move past this falsehood that negotiation is possible. We've seen with Mussolini, as we've discussed, how negotiation turns out when you're talking to fascists. Yeah, it's just like... You can't negotiate with the people who hung Obama in effigy when he was, wasn't was even elected yet, when he was just the nominee. You can't negotiate with racist, fascists, homophobes, etc. Yeah. Uh, once you start negotiating with them, you've already lost because you're already <laughs> conceding on the position that regardless of of who you are as a person, your human life has a value. You've already conceded that point. Liberals, I I don't think liberals realize that yet. When you work with a fascist who hates gay people, who hates uh, trans people, who hates uh, black, brown people, who hates all of these people, by choosing to work with them, You've already conceded, okay, they're not as good as us. Yeah. It's it's just like, unless you're a master negotiator, negotiation is futile. Like, who's the who's that guy who has uh, gotten multiple KKK members to leave the KKK? I know the guy you're talking about. I don't remember his name. Yeah. I, which heard... I, I, I am sorry for, but yeah. I do know... I've heard some people say his achievements were exaggerated. Uh, I'm not trying to downplay because, you know, I I I don't know for sure, yeah. but I have heard some people say that. Also, when it comes to the KKK groups like that, I don't care about de-radicalizing them. I don't want them to be here. Yeah, I. I I've lost the ability to care for them. Yeah. Uh, Daryl Davis. Yes, that, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just like it, you have to be like a master negotiator to de-radicalize them, but like the fact that they got to that radical state is indicative that they're not they're probably not going to be willing to de-radicalize. Yeah, it's it's really troubling because you have stories like that and they're. You know, most of the time they're presented as feel-good stories. You know, like, this uh, black man de-radicalized so many KKK members. It's not feel-good. Because they were radicalized into the KK fucking K. (laughs) You know? Yeah. It's not feel-good. There's a deep issue a deep problem with American society, American culture that won't just be fixed because one person decided I'm going to speak to my opposition. Yeah. It's just like, if, if you think that like a certain group shouldn't like, shouldn't have rights, like the ability to vote because of their skin color, or you think that, we should exterminate a particular group of people like the Jews or, or whoever. There's no negotiating with that. That's not, there's, you can't compromise with that. They're not coming in good faith. They're not. It's always an attempt to recruit. Yeah. There's like, it's not worth negotiating against there. The time for negotiation is over. It's like those those types of people cannot be allowed to participate in society anymore. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Like the guy you mentioned, uh, what was it? Daryl Davis. Daryl Davis. I thought it was David Daryl for a moment. David Daryl. Basically the other way around. But not to uh, insult him by forgetting his name. Yeah, I mean, it's just like if if that, like I know you said it might be exaggerated, but if if that is true, good on him. Yeah, like, good on him for actually reaching out and doing that. Yeah, like, it, he he at least attempted from a place of good faith, and at least to some extent was, in fact, got successful. Results. Yeah. But I do have to wonder, how many of the people he got out of the KKK are good with trans people now? Yeah. You know, like, how many of them are good with gay people? How many of them are good with uh, lesbians? Yeah, so on and so forth. Because we all think to some extent that, oh, if you're in the KKK, it's just about hating black people. That's not it anymore. It's, that's how it was founded, but it's so much more than that. It is a fascist organization. Yeah. Uh, it, it goes beyond that, and that's how American fascism has coalesced. Yeah, it's, it's not just about black people. I mean, initially it probably wasn't about gay people, because probably people didn't really even know what it, a gay person was. A, I think they had, like, something in their, like, founding document that was probably like that. I yeah, forget. But, yeah, but it's, it's like, it's they're anti-Jew-Jewish people. Anti-Jew. Or anti-Semitic, that's the word I was looking for. Yes, anti-Semitic. Anti-Catholic. Yes, which is weird, uh, but that's a discussion for another day. Yeah. Anti-Catholic sentiment. Yeah, but there, like, I think the, and this is not like directly related to the point, but I think the moment where I realized that nego- the time for negotiation was 
done was when uh, the the stuff with uh, the Ron DeSantis sending the uh, uh, migrants, the asylum seekers to Martha's Vineyard. God, Ron DeSantis is... People are going to... If right-wingers heard me say this, they're going to be all up in arms because they're fucking morons. But Ron DeSantis is such a fucking fascist. Florida is a fascist state. Yeah. Like, my point wasn't even about Ron DeSantis. It was just about the people reacting to it. Because the people of of Martha's Vineyard... Like, they acted very well for the situation. They yes. They organized, they got people shelter, they got them, well, they, like, the, they didn't do this, but, like, the, uh, they fed them and sheltered them until the, uh... The National the, Guard. Yeah, until yeah. the, yeah, and, the, like, and the National Guard helped relocate them to a more permanent, uh, shelter on the mainland. Yeah. And then those people got, like, were able to get access to... Uh, like the resources they need to like actually stay in the country. They got jobs. Every like everyone did what like they like what like, what a it, good human should. Yeah, and I mean, lo- lots of these people I would call liberals, not even necessarily leftists, but liberals. But um, probably mostly liberals. Yeah, and it's just like, and the right. Just still decided to call them like pieces of shit. It's like they deported them from Arthur's Vineyard. It's like no, you can't deport someone from a state to another part in the same state. It's uh, they called up the National Guard. It's like no, they didn't. The governor did. Yeah, it was. It's frustrating because you can very you can criticize aspects of what happened because, well, mostly for the fact that fucking Ron DeSantis just human trafficked people yeah that's a big thing that they don't fucking talk about that was actual fucking human trafficking what the fuck talk about that please somebody yeah but it was just like again my point is it doesn't even have to do with that i mean that's also fucked up but it's just like everyone like like in massachusetts who's like who say that like hey we do, we want like we're okay with uh like asylum seekers and migrants and immigrants coming here um, did exactly what they like. What they did was exactly what, what was was completely consistent with yeah. what they've said with like their like presented ide ideals, and the right decided to say no. You you what you did was bad, e- even though they did everything appropriately. Yeah, and, and and that's and like the lies were so blatant, and I I was just like, you guys know you're lying. You have to know you're lying. You, there's no way you don't know you're lying. You, you were trying to get a gotcha on these people, and when they behaved the way that exactly how they said they would, you decided to just lie anyway yeah. and say that they didn't. It's somewhat related to something that happened recently on Cape Cod, actually. Uh, there was... I don't want to say the name because uh, legal trouble. Yeah. But there was a, what's called a resort. It's half of the name, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, raised up the rent for its residents. Oh, boy. Uh, so they had to leave. The, these red- residents, they had to leave. Uh, rent was too high for them. So the government 
now that these residents were gone, decided that they would bring in uh, migrants. Yeah. Which is... I have an issue with the idea mostly because of the rent problem. Yeah. Because that was a landlord who did that. Yeah. Uh, which is... But I, I went to this Facebook group. My mom showed me it. She's a part of it. Uh, bunch of fucking fascists in there, but I'm not gonna call out any names unfortunately i really want to i i met i memorized some <laughs> it's real bad yeah in there like i'm reading through like not a single person is talking about how this all started because landlords raised the fucking rent mm-hmm. they're not talking about that they're all like these dirty migrants these fucking dirty migrants from uh, South America or Mexico yeah. or whatever they're fucking saying. It's their fault. They're living off of our tax dollars. Fuck them. And it's like, <laughs> what the fuck? There is a very real identifiable enemy here. And it's not the migrants. It's the landlords. Yeah. And, and like, the thing is, this is like, yeah, I can agree that, like helping out like people who are not citizens like over people who are citizens might like i can like yeah okay that's a valid complaint let's help citizens as well like let's yeah. diver, let's use some tax money to help citizens in need we can still help like immigrants and asylum seekers like i'm yeah, not saying i'm not saying we don't. have the land <laughs> I, i'm not saying don't do that i'm not saying we should be mad that we're doing that i'm just saying hey if we're helping these people and not like citizens as well that it's like hey, i can see why that would be kind of upsetting yeah hey, just 0.01 percent of america's military budget yeah but it, but it's just like and then when you say okay let's help our citizens as well they these same people who are complaining about this say well that's not the government's job exactly it's so fucking frustrating like guys please come on there's we can actually find an enemy here this is an issue that we can all kind of agree we all live on cape cod we all know the issue. We can look to the problem. It's a problem that affects everyone, which is the issue that, you know, like you have housing, which is owned by people off of the, the, the fucking Cape. Mm -hmm. And there's not enough, you know, homes to go for the rest of us. It raises up the prices because we can't afford it. That's an issue. That's a very real issue. You have a landlord over there raising rent prices. Real issue tied to that. Uh, why are you blaming the migrants? Yeah, why? it's not their fault. It's it's the current like like our our reject our uh, neglect of infrastructure. Exactly. Like it, it's so it's so not their fault. The migrants' fault. Yeah, it's just like, I'm not going to be mad at them. It's not their fault. <laughs> not yeah. by any stretch of the imagination. You want to know the worst fucking thing to me? The most egregious thing. I was out with my mom at a restaurant when she showed me this. There was one thing that just stood out to me as like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. A Bible fucking quote. Oh boy. It was underlined in red. 
I don't remember the exact Bible quote, but it was something to the effect of, and then foreigners will come into your lands and they will be treated better and they will be rich and you will be poor. Aha. Uh-huh. And no. it's like, you ever heard of Jesus? Yeah, like Jesus saying, hey, welcome the foreigner. Yeah, but uh, and he was uh, an immigrant. Yeah, but uh, just like on, like, to like we're getting a little bit off topic. I, I'm going to wrap this up with this one last point. It's like with the whole uh, Russian invasion of Ukraine, obviously we're sending them uh, resources to help with them, mostly uh weapons not like like we are sending them some money but it's like it's mostly stuff that exists we're not just sending them cash i do have something to say about the invade uh, i'll wait until you yeah and, and like we can have like a discussion a nuanced discussion over like we can how have a much whole episode about yeah it. on like how much involvement we should have but that's neither here nor there that's complex i have nuanced thoughts i think we should help to some extent i'm gonna leave it at that but yeah. Like, people complain about it. It's like, hey, we're sending all this stuff to Ukraine, but look at our own cities. It's like, okay, well, then let's fix our own cities, too. And then they go, yeah. no, we shouldn't. It's like, well, then why are you <laughs> bitching about it? Shut the fuck up, then. Yeah. It's like, you guys you guys were against the infrastructure bill. Yep. You guys are actively not... You actively are opposing anything that will fix this problem. Anything that is good. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you can't complain about this being a problem... If you don't want to fix it. Yeah. But uh, as regards Ukraine, and this is uh, what I'll just say about this and then we can move on. Yeah. This will be a long episode. Yes. Yeah, so way longer than we thought. We, we thought this was going to be a short recap. We're... <laughs> God, we're over an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, good. Good. I'm not doing a whole lot of editing on this episode. I'm just cutting out the parts that are yeah. unnecessary. I don't blame you. Uh, but as regards the war in Ukraine... There's something that I've sort of realized over, I want to say the past week as I've been thinking about it. Ukraine is fucked. Not in the terms of, like, Russia's going to conquer it. I don't think that's actually probable at this point. Yeah. But what I think is... Yeah, what was it? It was going to be, like, three days. (laughs) Yeah, three three days. Yeah, realistic realistic expectations there, Putin. Good job. Good good job, Russian uh, government. You did good. Yeah. I'm sure you will be rewarded. Yep. Oh, uh, and oh, that's another thing that happened uh, while we were gone. Is that uh, did this did the like Azov turn it? Not Azov. Uh, uh Wagner. Yeah, Wagner. Wagner. Did did that happen where they turned on Putin for like a day? It was two days. Excuse me. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. It was, I I thought it was only 24 hours. Did that happen while we were on break? I think it may have. It did. Yeah. Yeah. Where, what a wild. Yeah. For Wagner just be like, "Hey, we're turning around and we're going to take over Moscow." And I'm like, "What? What's happening right now?" And then later, it's like, oh, oh, "Oh, I remember we talked about this where we we were both like, I guess I hope Putin wins." It's just like I don't. Want, I hope these people destroy each other. I want them to both die, but if one of them has to win, I'd prefer it not to be the Nazi mercenary group. Yeah, yeah it is just like, yeah, but like for a day, Wagner turned on Putin, and it was very weird. And now the leader got, is dead, and there's suspicion that Putin may have orchestrated that. I, I, there's not a whole lot of evidence for it, but at the same time, I I would that's like one thing I would 100% believe. I, believe it but also uh if he did good job putin i i'm fine with that yeah you killed the nazi but not for the right reasons 
you did it. I'm not proud of you, but thumbs up, dude. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, but yes, as regards the war in Ukraine, I've come to the realization that uh, shit's fucked. Yeah. Uh, but there's two options for Ukraine, as I see it, which is they win the war or they lose the war. And win the war is more likely, thankfully. Yeah. Because, uh, like, we do have problems with, like, the Ukrainian government, but at the same time, we're more opposed to imperialism, which is what's happening. Yes. Yeah. Like, we, we're not, we don't want Russia to take over Ukraine. We have problems with the Ukrainian government, but we don't think that Russia is the people to, to fix yeah. that problem. Here's the current paths for Ukraine. Uh, option one. They uh, win, and... From what I can see, based on the Ukrainian government's current actions, they're going to become a corporate colony of the West. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've seen, but they've begun a massive privatization campaign. Oh, damn it. They, they even privatize... They're even... I don't know if it's been sold yet, but one of their ports is... Oh. Like, completely, the fucking port is being sold. Jesus. That's... Uh, why would you fucking do that? But they are going to become a corporate colony of the West. And it's troubling because privatization always means bad things for the people. So that's the win option, which is the better option. Yep. The worse option is they become a military outpost of Russia. Yep. It there's just it's just a no win scenario. Yep. There's no winning. There's just worse losing. Yep. I feel like that's usually the case. Yeah. War bad. What? Yeah. Uh, like I'm hoping that like if Ukraine wins, which they probably will. I don't know how long it will take. It may take a very long time. I hope that they continue to be like sovereign obviously i hope that they don't get too involved with nato but i i don't know what's gonna happen i i i want i just don't want it i i'm against imperialism first yeah. first and foremost it's unfortunate ukraine's current state because I, i'm not the <sighs> this sounds like russian propaganda or something not gonna yeah not gonna say that it isn't, but Euromaidan, uh, 2014. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I, I'm aware of it. I don't know like the sp specifics. So basically, there was a coup in Ukraine. There was a pro-Russian uh, president. Yeah, I remember because like they they voted him in, and he said he was gonna like join the EU or NATO. I think it was it, NATO. He did lie. Yes, he yeah, did. And then, he, and then he was, and then. Like and then he was just like after getting into office he was like actually I'm gonna join this new union that Russia is setting up and and it's just like you mean the one that's basically just going to be the Soviet Union? I wish, fuck. Uh, but what happened? You know, there's the coup. Yeah. Or not a, really? It's a. Re I'm not sure what to call it. It's kind of a coup. It, it it was a coup, I would say. Yeah, a coup I think fits best for the happenstance but uh we have recordings of u.s officials basically saying uh we're going to put our guys in charge 
Uh-huh. And that's kind of what has happened since then. Ukraine is kind of a puppet state for the U.S., which is why during, you know, uh, U.N. votes on, like, do people deserve food? Yes or no. Yeah. Ukraine abstains or joins the U.S. as one of the three no votes, with the other being Israel. Ah, uh, okay. I, I haven't... I wasn't aware of that. Yes. Uh, Ukraine is kind of just a literal... The U.S. has other puppets but they don't of course care if uh they go against us you know like pakistan is kind of our puppet government but we don't care if they go against us in the un because we decide what goes ukraine wants to make sure we're on their good side yeah ultimately the problem should be solved by the dissolution of all superpowers yes we need to dissolve nuclear weapons first and foremost. The problem is, is that it's hard to do that, and it, and also trust other people to do it at the yeah. same time, which is just a problem with nuclear weapons. But whatever. Yeah, who could have guessed a literal fucking kill them button doesn't uh, demilitarize shit? Who could have guessed? Yeah. Speaking, of, is Oppenheimer still in theaters? It might be. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go see that. Have you seen it? I haven't yet. I, I've seen Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> Barbie's yeah, actually yeah, anti-capitalist. Yeah, yeah, you and my brother and uh, like some other friends went and yeah, saw next... it. Okay. I would... We got off topic again. Shit. Yeah, I'd, I'd go see Oppenheimer with you at some I, point. Uh, I don't have anything going on tomorrow. Um, I kind of want to get stuff done at home tomorrow. Oh, right. Yeah, shit. Yeah. yeah, I have the day off, but I mean, it's just like, oh, there's stuff I want to do tomorrow at We home. could do a early screening if you want. I don't know. I wouldn't mind doing it after, like, work on Tuesday. I have time on, like, Tuesday. I don't know when Would you get Would you mind a... after 5 Tuesday? Sure, that, that'd be cool. Okay, yeah. We're Let's discussing go. plans on the podcast right now. They don't care. <laughs> They're cool. They they love us. They love our friendship. They're probably shipping us. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> after that, that long, that long, uh, tangent, I mean, it was related, but it was, then, then we got even, well, it was related up until it wasn't. Uh, related up until Barbenheimer. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so, and then, uh, so, the liberals are letting the fascists run roughshod over the socialists and communists. Oh, man, who could believe it? And then oh, no. <laughs> Mussolini and the fascists pretty begin to plot uh, a coup of the government. Yeah, but pretty openly, actually. They're not hiding it. And the liberal prime minister, Luigi Facta, basically just does nothing. No, Luigi! Mamma mia! And, um... And, and, like, even when, like, the fascists are marching towards Rome, like, Lu- like Luigi Factor does nothing. And I remember, like, reading is, like, lots of these people were unarmed, and the cops were able to just kind of stop some of Like, were, like, very weakly trying to stop some of them, and were able to do it, like, to some extent. If the cops had, like, done anything, like, substantial to stop the fascists from marching towards Rome, they, things probably would have been fine. Thank God Luigi's in power. Green Mario, baby. Speaking of uh, cops, uh, one thing I forgot to mention is like when uh, the fascists were doing uh, domestic terrorism and attacking and killing socialists, cops would frequently arrest socialists and not fascists, even when the fascists were 
very clearly the instigators because that's exactly how things happen today. I'm going to cover my mic real quick. Ah! <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad that scream didn't go on for longer than it did. It was a very brief scream. Yeah, I, I did keep it brief, but that... <laughs> it's one of those things where it's just like see you scream out loud and i'm just like oh boy i'm living in an eternal nightmare that is constantly on repeat yay i can't ever get used to this horror see i'm i've i'm numbed myself so much to this there's a quote by che guevara that's relevant actually i can't remember the exact quote but i'm gonna paraphrase it because that's what i do but it was something like uh my comrade is somebody who sees injustice and even though they're numb to it, will fight against it. Yep. Or something like they will always fight against it and not. I forget. Yeah, we can fight, find it out later. But yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a good quote. Yep. Look it up. Look, look it up, you guys. Yeah. But um, so the fascists like uh, somewhere between 20 and 30,000 strong finally make it to Rome, and that's when Facta finally decides to do something, and he goes to the king and says, hey, you should declare martial law to stop these people. And the king says, well, if you get a formal petition together, if you all vote on it and get like on a formal petition, I will enact a martial law. So the liberals get together, they vote to formally petition the king to enact a martial law, and they bring him the document, and the king just says, I'm not doing that. Could you guys I'm not hear doing my that. heavy breathing because I remember this? Yeah, the king just says, I said I would do that, but no. So, Factor <laughs> resigns, and then the king is just like, okay, Mussolini, um, I'm not going to make you prime minister. I'm going to make this other guy prime minister, but you can be the second in command. And Mussolini is like, no, I want to be prime minister. And the king says, sure. Thank you, king. I'm sure glad monarchy works. And it's it just sucks because the entire time is like not only could someone have said no at any point to stop them yep they there were times where they sh could have just done nothing at, like at the start before the fascists even got into power they could have just done nothing when the when Mussolini came to them and said hey can we join your coalition hey just remember it gets fucking worse with my part yep anyway that about gets through what I had. It, we're, this is going on way longer than I thought it would. So much for a quick recap. Yep, so let's go on to my part, which I will do my best to get through quickly. Yeah, I mean, yours wasn't particularly long. It didn't go into, like, a ton it, of it specifics. It was a, a solid episode length, but not, like, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was, was going... A, the first year in power. Yep. So, if you guys recall, girlies, uh, Mussolini's cabinet starting out, once he was made prime minister, was not made of fascists because he was working with the liberals. He worked with the liberals and they made up his cabinet. Because liberals at this time still kind of thought, as Mike said earlier, uh, that they could kind of deal with him. You know, he, they could rein him in. They could just work with them, you know? That's always a good choice with fascists. I was about to scream for a moment, but I stopped myself. See, I, I'm always just internally screaming. 
I, I'm always internally screaming, but I also do have to scream sometimes. Uh, so, there was a uh, vote of confidence on Mussolini's leadership. Do you remember this, Pitt? Do you remember? Uh, maybe. Not really, no. It's been a while. Well, uh, I can give you a guess. Who was in opposition? The socialists. And the communists. Yep. Let's go, baby. Yay. Who was in favor? Uh, the liberals and the fascists. Yeah! Liberals doing great. They they just give us so, mu- so many votes of confidence. How many can I... What what can I do with them all? <laughs> how, ma- how many votes of confidence in not having fascism can I get? <laughs> I, I, I'm too agitated. <laughs> I need to chill. Let me have a sip of this mead. Yeah, you just have meat on you. I do. Uh, you we drinking, didn't mention that. How, like, how much have you drank of that? Jesus. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I knew I was going to need it for this. <laughs> Let's be honest. This is not a fun conversation. <laughs> God damn. So, uh, Mussolini, during the first year of his power was not much interested in spreading his ideology, which uh, might surprise most people because fascism uh, likes to expand. But he really just wanted Italy to stand on its own for the time being. Foreshadowing foreshadowing is a narrative. Foreshadowing. Uh, We'll get to that next episode. (laughs) (laughs) That's called the Spanish Civil War, baby. But, uh... So he doesn't really want to expand yet. But also, he really wants to secure power at home. So, you know... You know... Given you take like the Lord does. We all believe in Jesus Christ here, am I right, Mike? Yeah, yeah. But... At this point, he still intended to legitimize fascism, which is actually an incredibly relevant conversation. Ooh. So, uh, he's doing foreign diplomacy here, but at this point, fascism is not uh, internationally recognized, right? Yeah. However, we can both think of people who want to nationally have fascism be recognized, you know? Yep. So it's important to note that Mussolini here is mostly just trying to butt into things. He's not actually going for any real aim here. He's just trying to worm his way in and be on the fucking, like, peace treaty. His name's on there, you know? That's his goal. Because what he wants, more than anything, is for fascism to be recognized as an actual ideology. Yes. Which might sound a little bit foreign to some people, because fascism is kind of, you know, we all think of it as something that likes to expand. But Mussolini here just wants fascism to be recognized as a uh, world ideological power. Yep. 
And it doesn't matter exactly what it presents its ideas as being. Yes. I, I think I, I kind of skipped over this in my summary, but just I remember in my research is like Mussolini made it perfectly clear: fascism is not a set of immutable beliefs. It changes to suit the current needs. And as Umberto Eco made clear in our first episode, callback, uh, fascism, although it has fourteen points does not need to follow all of those 14 points. It can pick and choose, uh, and having all of them or none of them does not necessarily have an indication on whether it's fascist. You just have to... It's almost like a gut feeling. Almost. The, obviously, if it follows all 14 points, it's fascist. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. So... After that little goof, that little gaff, you know. Yeah. Uh, Mussolini really loved crushing opposition. Did you know that? No, really? I I know. I was heartbroken. I really loved that man. It's not like he they were already killing socialists. Man, who could have predicted? Uh, but yes, what he's doing now in his first year of rule is he's replacing local officials he's getting local officials into power who will obey him and the fascist line which is very important i can't stress this enough it's very important to the fascist cause that they have local administrators who are in line with the fascist cause yeah, and, and we kind of see this today in America, where it's just we like, do. like, like obviously, like we lots of people focus on the like congressmen and like the federal congressmen and senators, like, uh, and like the uh, federal government, but, and like even then, like people like focus on like state senators and uh, representatives, but you also need to focus on like local governments too. Those are very yes. important, even like small towns. Yeah, and. I understand the the leftist, I guess you could say the the radical left. Yeah. The radical left they they don't like to participate in elections. I get I get it. You don't want to like vote for Joe Biden or Donald Trump because they both suck. I I I do understand. Like I don't fucking want to either. Yeah, it's like I don't want to vote for Joe Biden, but it's just like it's just like I kind of have to. I mean, I don't have to because we live in a state where it, it like he's going to win anyway, so it yeah. doesn't really matter. Unless you're like you you think like Tim Pool and think that Trump had a chance of winning forty nine states. Don't even fucking listen to that fucking loser. Twitter keeps like recommending like showing me his tweets. And I'm like I'm not. I don't follow this guy. Stop it. He's his brain is balder than his head. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. He needs a beanie for his brain. True. Uh, <clears throat> so, Mussolini's kind of playing with both foreign and domestic liberals, you know? Right now he's trying to woo them both, if you may. Uh, however, before he can do anything, who does he need to impress? Can you guess? Um, That's a good rhyme. I'm remembering it. I'm I'm trying to think. Like the uh, journalists. Yes. Yeah. Yes, the journalists. 
You couldn't see, but Jake was giving me, like, gestures to try I, and I was hinting, yes. Yeah. Uh, Mussolini wanted to impress the journalists. Uh, which, if you recall, Ernst Hemingway was one of these journalists and noted that Mussolini was found reading a uh, French to Italian uh, dictionary upside down. Uh, good for Ernst Hemingway for noticing that. Yeah. Cheers to a real one. However, that's his one of his main points right now. He wants to appeal to the press. That doesn't necessarily mean good press. He doesn't need good press abroad because all press is good press. Right? Yep. There's no such thing as bad publicity. Exactly. So long as you are seen, you are heard. And he's the only one being seen in Italy. Damn. However, despite that even, despite that, there's a little bit of an, uh, a little bit of an issue. A little, little bit of an issue. Uh, which is, he's opposed in his own party. There's constitutionalists and then radical fascists, as you might call them. Yeah. The constitutionalists still kind of believe in the constitution of Italy, you know? Yep. Uh, but the radical fascists, uh, can you take a guess? They don't. Yep. So, Mussolini has to kind of juggle this little thing where he's, you know, ah, man, I, I love the constitution, but also we should get rid of it. Yep. Yep. <laughs> This came to a head as a, uh, you know, thing when there's a political disagreement with fascists. We all know what happens. What do you think happens, Mike? Uh, things get violent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in this case, uh, it was the constitutionally aligned fascists. Believe it or not, surprisingly. Uh, they had gotten street fighting mobs, and they were not doing good. They were having a bad time. Uh, they basically were just rioting, and well, the police were, you know, yeah, we'll put him down. Can I have another cup of coffee? Yeah. That's the police. Uh, so they, they just got to do that, and that was in Turin. Oh, boy. Mussolini, you know, he was kind of like, eh, you know, uh, that, that's bad, but also I'm glad they did it. Yay. Woo! Uh, corruption under Mussolini, believe it or not, uh, went bad. It, it, it was a big problem. I can imagine. Yeah, really? Y you think Mussolini would allow corruption, the fascist? Yeah. Man, I can't believe fascists would allow corruption. That seems totally against what they believe. I'm sure they all totally believe in their own ideals. I'm sure they all fucking... Uh... Yay. I'm gonna hate myself today. You don't hate yourself all the time? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, that got real... <laughs> But yeah, a lot of the people joining the fascist party at this point were just like, I want to 
advance in my career and there's a ruling party I can join to do that. So they tried to do that and they did. And that's how corruption kind of starts in every possible rank of the party. Yep. Like if you want to compare this to the communist party structure, corruption is actually not as easily able to take hold. Ah, it's sort of, you know, it's a one party state. So, it does make its way in. I'm not going to defend, like, the Soviet Union or Viet, you know. But there's a very big difference in that even with Xi Jinping, who we both have criticisms of. Yes. One of his big things is anti-corruption. Mm-hmm. If a fascist tried an anti-corruption campaign, he'd die. <laughs> <laughs> because the whole fascist party's corrupt. Yep. It, not not the same with uh, communism, believe it or not. Who could guess? Uh, different things. Communism, fascism. I'll have to talk to Time Magazine about this. Yeah. We're closing in on an hour and 50 minutes, by the way. I will be quick. Oh, yeah. So at this point, Mussolini is still kind of j- jockling for power. You know, he's jockeying, doing the do. But he can't yet do away with the Italian constitution. Liberals still kind of hold to it, you know? They still kind of want it. Yep. So Mussolini, at this point, he doesn't by the end of this episode, thankfully. But he's still kind of wooing people. I think that's important to note, and I'm going to take a second here. Mussolini is effectively able to woo people to his cause, including getting rid of the constitution of the Italian state. Yeah. That does not happen yet. That does not happen. But a lot of people are on his side. Okay. Making that clear. So Mussolini, before coming into power, can you believe that he did not like censorship? Freedom of speech? He liked it? Yeah, I I can imagine so. He liked freedom of speech. Does that mean anything to you? Does that have any relevant context in the modern day? No, I don't think so. Couldn't imagine. Uh, He hated censorship, but the moment he was in power, what do you think he did? Censored a lot of things. Cookie. You get one. (laughs) Uh, I can't have it because I'm on a diet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so Mussolini, as soon as he was in power, began censoring journalists. Can anyone believe it? So he's censoring journalists, socialists usually, but also just general opposition, but mostly socialists because that is the general opposition. Uh, He... He's, you know, preventing freedom of speech. I can't believe it. And I think that's an important point because Mussolini, before coming into power, did not like censorship. Once he was in power, all good. Who says they want freedom of speech but actually really doesn't? I can't think of a single person. Ah. (laughs) 
again, there's that eternal nightmare that keeps repeating. Daily life. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. All right. Yep. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> that's how how things that happened over a hundred years ago compared to today. Good. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> We're doing so much better now, guys. Anyway. I'm sure Joe Biden would never cede to Mussolini. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I'm going to make this wrap-up quick because yeah, we've been going do... for almost two hours, which is like an hour longer than I yeah, thought this we're, was... we're feeding the little piggies their slop. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God, don't refer to our fans like that. What, yeah. what few we have. Yeah. I don't but... know if we even have any after this long break. Listen... If we have fans, they want their fucking slop, okay? <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Also, on Patreon, for $5, I will degrade you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's the $5 goal. That's a special tier, is, is that Jake will will personally insult you. I will call you on the phone and degrade you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, that's going to wrap it up for this episode. As always, you can... Uh, oh, I, I say, as always, I still haven't, like, written down a proper script for the outro. We will do that eventually, yeah. I'm sure. Um, anyway, we are on m pretty much every major podcasting platform. We're on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Play. We're on Amazon Music. Spotify. We're on Spotify. We're on... Slapbook. <laughs> Slapbook. As always, we're on Slapbook. Um, we, uh, is Stitcher Like, is Stitcher finally dead? Because I remember, like... I'm not sure. Uh, it was... Was it Pandora they were switching to? Yeah, well, I mean, like, Pandora is, like... Like, it's owned by the same company. I think we were already on Pandora. It's just that now that's the only place where you can get it now. With that company, right. Yeah. Yeah, it, it went defunct on the 29th of August, so... You Sick. can no longer find us on Stitcher. Because Stitcher is dead. Yeah, that's why we exclusively post to Slapbook. Yeah, we are on, uh, so we're on Pandora, we're on, uh, uh, Radio Public. Whatever you're fucking listening to us on. Yeah, you you can find us pretty much everywhere. Like, like you've already found us, you're listening to us. Uh, please leave us, or if you, uh, feel the need, if you feel the desire to, please leave us a review on, uh, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts. Um, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's like the only place where you can actually like leave reviews on a podcast. Cause I was like looking through the others and I didn't even see like places to leave reviews. You can like give five starters on like Spotify, but I don't yeah. know. Is like... this really a five star show, Jake? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Go to Yelp, find my home address and, uh, leave a five star review. Anyway. Uh, so yeah, please leave us a review on Apple podcasts. Uh, we have a Patreon as well, uh, patreon.com forward slash how the left was one. Please don't feel the need to donate at all. Um, you can also reach out to us on Twitter at uh, how the left was one underscore pod. And also uh, you can email us at gmail at how the left, or sorry, at how the left was one pod at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, so anyway, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, I don't know how to do outros. We are professionals. Very professional. Yeah. Uh, if you're excited for the next episode, I will be leading us into Mussolini's dive into World War II, because yep. that's fun. Yep. And we will get back to Mussolini's book at some point. Yes. Hopefully, 
the plot will get better. It won't. No. Uh, anyway, no. <laughs> I've been Mike. I've been Jake. And this has been How the Left Was Won. Goodbye, everyone. Bye!